Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Atlanta Falcon Nation, what it do? We got the heavy hitters going tonight. Um, we're going to introduce everybody that's here tonight. On the left, on my left side, we got Mr. Mad Mike Sports, the mad scientist. And right below him, we got Mr. J-Rock for Life, a.k.a. the Twitch God, the gamer, whatever you want to call him. Like I said, he's here tonight, and you see uh, Miss Maggie T, she's on the hiding side of the game tonight. That's the first Yeah, thing. I'm just hiding today, y'all. She got some new rooms. She went, uh, she, she went to uh, get some, some, some um, what you call that? That, that plastic surgery? She went to Dr. Miami for that shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, uh, like, also, like I said, if y'all expected Jew tonight, um, he had to take care of some family business. So Jew talk sports. Love you, bro. We look we yeah, love man. you, bro. We're gonna try to hold it down for you tonight. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, that's the calm before the storm. So yeah, so we're gonna definitely get into these shout outs going in here early. We got some early birds today. You got Evo Genius, yo, yo, Padney. We got Jerry Bowie, what skull gang in-house. Okay, you know your boy ATM in this thing. You got Devon Wallace Smith, Joseph Thornton, Asia Green. What's going on, girl? So Asia, Asia, Miss Asia, Asia. Like I said, that that's that's going that that's 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 the fan right there. So, fellas, at Maggie, how we doing tonight? Um, singing the blues. I'm good, man. Um. Everything good my way, man. It's 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 good considering the fans want to blame everybody except for the, the guy who's actually at fault, Mr. Shit Cutter. Um they don't they want to blame everybody. It's Matt Ryan's fault, it's Julio's fault, he owed is is it's it's everybody except for the guy who's really at fault. The offense they never had any issues. At any point in Matt Ryan's career, except for when Dirk Cutter is offensive coordinator, but it's Matt Ryan's fault. But we'll we'll say that we'll say that we'll, we'll get to that we'll get into that. All right, J Rock, how you feeling tonight, man? Feel good, man. Uh, just ready for the next game. Okay, <laughs> definitely, definitely. So. So y'all want to go ahead and get into it. Um, well, we're basically going to be talking about the three key, three keys for this matchup against Tampa Bay. Um, confident, not confident, you know, fuck it, or it is what it is. J-Rock, I'll let you go ahead and start it off. Uh, <laughs> going into this next game, uh, we're at home. We're going against Brady and the Bucks. Um. Man, y'all know what I always say. Uh, take the points going into this game. 
take every every point that you can get. Uh, I'm not really expecting to win, but you, you never know. What Mike always said is the Atlanta wow. They surprise us every time, right? So I would say, number one, just take the points. Uh, number two, I mean, our, our defense is going to be the key to this game. I feel like our offense is at loss right now. That is the biggest flaw that we have going into this game is our offense. Um, so I'm not really expecting them to do a whole bunch. Defense is going to carry like it's been doing for the past couple of games. Uh, number three, um, we just got to we just got to match up good. I think our defense can match up good with Tampa Bay. Uh, I think last week going against the Chargers was a test because they got you know Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, all those. Eckler, all those guys, I think we can match up a little bit better, even though the quarterback is a little different because it's Brady compared to Justin Herbert. But I feel like that was a test. So I think this week um, I'm expecting the same thing. Our defense is going to rock it out. It's going to come down to the wire. So that's that's pretty much it. All right. So, so Mike, I'll let you, let you go ahead and take the next one. What you got, man? Hey man, um, the key to victory for this um, week, and yes, we are still doing the keys to victory, man. This is this is we fans, man. That's 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 what we're supposed to do. I don't I don't really give up after you know the season is pretty much a wash, man. I still have expectations of winning. Um, I still believe in this team. I I believe that this talent has this team have enough talent on both sides of the ball to beat not only the Bucks but Kansas City. I know a lot of people might think I'm crazy for saying that, but when you have Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, you know what I'm saying, anything. We've seen them put up 40 on any and everybody. The Falcons literally have no issue scoring points against any defense. They've never had an issue scoring 40 points on any. It doesn't matter if you're num ranked number one. We don't it don't matter if you rank number 25. This this team can put up points. So the first key to victory is really simple. Get the ball out of Matt Ryan's hand. And not just get the ball out of his hands, but get the damn ball to Hayden Hurst. Why do we draft? Why do we use a second round draft pick on a tight end and you're not going to use it? What's the point of even drafts trading a pick for the guy? You could use that. To, you could have used that pick to bring in another guy. Like that's absolutely worth it. So the first one, you got to get the ball out of his hands quick and into Hayden Hurst. Second one, the offensive line, man, got to stop going backwards. This team, I've seen this offensive line go backwards way too much. This team is what so much more aggressive. There's so much more. Um, they want to fight. They like to fight, but you can't fight going backwards. You know what I'm saying? It's like Muhammad Ali. Everybody's not Muhammad Ali when you just, you know, just dodge and jab. Not everybody can dodge. dodge. You know what I'm saying? The Falcons are better when they're going straight ahead. So you got to use the offensive line. Offensive line has to be an attacking. They have to be an attack. In constant attack mode. Third one, I think this is just quite simple. Um, strip 
Dirk Cutter of his play calls. Let me repeat myself. <coughs> Strip Dirk Cutter. <coughs> hold on, hold on. I, I, don't, I don't think people quite heard me. Strip Dirk Cutter of his play calling duties. Strip him. Do not let him call another play in this season. I would much rather have Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, calling plays than Dirk Cutter. <laughs> At least I know offensive lineman is going to favor, okay? At least favor the running game. At least he's going to think about the running game. So if we want to win this game, we have to strip Dirk Cutter of his play call duties, okay? It really that simple for me. What you got, K Styles, man? Oh, well, the word for the day, you know, my boy Bray Wyatt always say, my boy, my boy Bray Wyatt always say this. Hold on, hold on. My boy Bray Wyatt always has that thing. It's a word for the day, but this is a phrase for today, okay? This is the phrase for heavy hitters tonight, okay? Strip dirt cutter of his play calling duties. That's it. I need everybody to say that right in the conversation right now. Strip dirt cutter of his play calling duties. That's the <laughs> phrase of the night, okay? <laughs> I'll about to say I could I, I I could say the same thing, but I'ma just I'ma just throw it in three words for you. <laughs> three, words, three words gonna be fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but before I get to my three keys, like I said, we got some folks that just came in as well. Like I said, we got Quentin Willis. He didn't Gave a salute. What's happening? Like I said, you got oh, Yasuke. Yeah. He's in here. Tara Falcon came up in here. And um, I'm going to throw this comment up here. You know, I got to let, let the wife get her first shine here. So she said both were to blame. Yeah. <laughs> Matt was clear off his game on Sunday. <laughs> his last minute intercession cost of the game. Dirt Cutter's direction has been questionable. Yeah. Yeah, she oh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's been on notice. <laughs> yeah, she 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 didn't notice that. She she didn't see my face. Like this motherfucker need to go. But <laughs> my three keys to this game is definitely going to have to be <clears throat> defense going to have to create turnovers. This offense is not clicking right now. This offense is not doing what it needs to be doing. So the defense has to set the tone, and they have to get the turnover. Like I said, Tom Brady is not confident right now. So make him more uncomfortable and give the offense a short field. I'm not confident that they're going to do it with the short field, but at least give them a short field to do something. Um, My second key to this game is going to have to be, and they did it, they did it the first couple the first quarter and a half in this charger game but let the running backs be involved in the passing oh. game oh my gosh how many times have we have said this all season if you allow your running backs to be part of the passing game and like you said Hayden Hurst needs to be involved in the passing game those are going to be his shortest throws that he need to make and that's going to put him in a rhythm to where he's not going to be forced to throw stupid passes. 
So, Dirt Cutter, the former friend. For the love of God. I'm telling you, I'm gonna be looking. Look, look, I'm about to say, I'm gonna look at his. You know how I'm gonna look at Dirt Cutter play calling this Sunday? Uh-oh. You wanna know how I'm gonna be looking? How you gonna do it? I'm gonna be looking like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> Hell, that's how you be looking when you talk to uh, when you say. Run the ball. That's the thing I'd be like, oh, like, <laughs> that's the thing I was gonna be looking like. What? He ran the ball, <laughs> <laughs> and my third key, <clears throat> my third key, you gotta. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna put another picture up here, goddamn. Uh oh, uh, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, I gotta do it because. It's a sta- it's a staple. It's a staple in the heavy hitter show. Um, if I still got it. Yeah. 60, 60 minutes. minutes of football. <laughs> 60 minutes, man. God. 60 minutes. Not 45 minutes. Not 55 minutes and 35 seconds. 60 minutes of football because we don't need another one of these games to where okay it's a division game and we hitting on all cylinders and then like that last half of the fourth quarter and it just looks like we don't know what the hell we doing so I'm so I can say I, that that's gonna be my three keys and before we move on to whatever else y'all want to talk about we got some more people in here. We got Laker Boss Empire, Jamarius 58, he in the thing. Um, I think I said Wallace Smith. I ain't said Wallace Smith. I, hey, like I said, welcome to welcome to the chat, man. Um, hey, shoot, I hey, I forgot to shout out. Um, hold on, where where, where the name at? Damn. We got John Crowder in here. Hey, hey, Sergeant AR10 in here too. Hey. Hey, welcome joining us. Hey, we finna get into whatever y'all want to talk about right now. What you got, Mike? I think Dirk, I think Dirk could play with Colin got his ass speechless. So um <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> hey, twisted torch in here, man. Hey, jump man torch. Jump man in the building. Another AFN. Another AFN affiliate. Y'all make sure y'all go subscribe to him as well. If y'all have the video too, yeah. You check the videos out over there. So what you got, Mike? There's is some particular particularly that we talked about. Um what, what you want what you want to explain to the people? I I, I don't I think a lot of people um got things completely well i don't think people understand what i mean by it's everything is dirt cutter's fault okay i think a lot of people got when when you say anything outside of what they believe um they just say oh everything is just all on dirt cutter 
Um, I truly believe that everything that happens to a team is all on the head coach. Um, the Falcons offense is essentially um, dirt cutters fault first and foremost. Um, why that is because one, you allow him to do that. That's a head coach. A head coach's job is he's supposed to make sure that he run and operate the correct and smooth uh, and smoothly. And the Falcons' offense has not improved at all. Dan Quinn is no longer the head coach for the Atlanta Falcons. Therefore, that the system is already you know at, at us anyway, um, which goes completely on the offensive coordinator. Um, Dirk Cutter. The Falcons have four running backs on the roster, okay? Four running backs on the roster. Just think about that for a second. The Falcons have four running backs on the roster, and we have 16 carries, 20 carries at the most. This is probably the first time I've seen this many carries for the Atlanta Falcons um, this, this year. 20-something carries. Let's think about that. That's probably the highest total for this Falcons team all season long. And we got 40 – we have four running backs on the roster. Yet we pass the ball 30 to 40 times every single game. So how could that not be Dirt Cutter's fault? You're uh, – you are – an offensive coordinator in command of having this team, getting this team in a rhythm and utilizing every single position and that person's, um, their skill set at the maximum. And we don't use Edo. The Falcons don't use Edo at all. We don't use Todd Gurley. So we paid $5 million for Todd Gurley and you don't use him. Yet Quadra Olison hasn't even been on the damn, he ain't even played. I don't remember the last time I haven't seen him. I forgot what the hell he looked like. Okay? <laughs> Brian Hill, we don't use Brian Hill. So what's the point? So how do you have an offensive coordinator, you have four running backs, and you don't use any of them? Yet Matt Ryan is supposed to have, make offense smoothly, make all the plays, and not have a bad game. And quite, quite frankly, man, I'm surprised that Matt Ryan has actually lasted this long. It's a miracle that he's lasted this long. I don't know how he hasn't had a worse game than that. <laughs> you don't use your running backs. And we are supposed to, you are supposed to expect Matt Ryan to be flawless? This guy literally has to be perfect every single game. That's not a quarterback in this league. That has to be perfect. Matt Ryan is the only quarterback in the league that has to be perfect in order to win a game. Name a quarterback. You guys, let me know. Name another quarterback in this league that has to be perfect other than Matt Ryan. I got a question. I got a question, Mike. And it's kind of piggyback on what you said about the four running backs. Um, I want you to explain to the people why 
in a lot of the shotgun formation that J-Rock, I know you probably seen this too, is a lot of the shotgun formation. They have Keith Smith back there in the backfield. <laughs> Fucking lined up, right? <laughs> lined up in the back. Come on, bro. <laughs> you call it playing for a lot. You call it playing for a fullback. <laughs> you got to roster why the hell are you not running the what's the point of having four running backs on the roster I, just, like somebody explain that to me well you gotta remember you gotta remember too there was a couple there was a couple plays out there smith out there running damn hook routes on the play on the outside i don't know if y'all caught that part too yes yes that's what, this is what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff, I haven't even began the. I have not even begun the film study yet. I will have that Thursday. I promise you guys, I will have all the plays, everything that I'm describing right now. Okay, someone make that make sense to me. I'm I'm literally here to hear you guys. I want to hear J. Rock man. Somebody make that make sense. Why do you have four running backs on the roster? And you're not going to run the ball. I don't get that. He doesn't know how to utilize them, clearly. He's still trying to figure that out. I think this game, the Chargers game, was like an experience. Like, hey, you know, we got Ito, we got Brian Hill, we got Todd Gurley. Oh, hell, we got Keith Smith, too. But, you know, I don't know if you guys pay attention to, you know, the Atlanta Falcon fan, the actual official page. But, yeah, you see Olsen go on the plane. But it's like, okay, he's going on the plane to L.A. To do what? Sit on the sideline? So, I'm like, is he even dressed up or like what? Like, what was what's the point of him actually going like taking the flight with the team? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, uh, but yeah, I, I think Dirk Cutter this game. I guess he's just exploring. Like, hey, yeah, I actually, I, I think I can run the ball, guys. Like, look, I got Ito. I can put Ito in on one play, and then you know Ryan Hill. Then oh yeah, when it's third and one, let's put Todd Gurley in. I mean, even though you know Todd Gurley can can possibly get the one but you know he has a bad knee and all but it's like okay and then on third and one you want to pass it and have keith lee in the uh, lined up somewhere <laughs> i was what i was thinking uh, I, 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 the only thing i really liked and appreciate what Derek Carter was doing i mean we actually utilized keith smith but that was for the wrong reasons for him to be lined up if todd Gurley cannot punch in one yard why not give it to Keith Smith? Why not punch it up the middle? That's what the fullback is for, right? Because Ito's not going to yeah. do it. He's going he's gonna to try to bounce it and get or get pummeled. Brian Hill, maybe, but you we can't. You know what I'm saying? Give it to Keith. Give it to Keith Smith more on third and one. Why not? I, I wouldn't pass it though, or run a sneak, or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm about to say uh, we got Nick Turner, 31 in the building. Got Muhammad Kana, Allen Watkins, Raymond Elder in here. Hey, 
Like I said, Miss Maggie T in the damn chat, so she watching y'all. So hey, y'all better be on y'all best behavior. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, J Rock. Well, you was about to finish your point. But my point is why why now? Why why now, Dirk Cutter, that you're trying to figure out how to utilize these running backs? Why now? Season's over. Are you trying to save your job? Because the job ain't saved no more. It's gone. You had that opportunity. So why I'm confused of why he's trying to figure it out now, how to utilize these running backs. What do you say? Too late. <laughs> too late, man. I mean. Way too late. Like I said, I saw, like, like, like I said, when I saw that play, I saw Keith, Keith Smith literally lined up at the, what was that, the, the X side running a curl route against yeah. a I said, this, this, I like, bro, what was he thinking? You ain't got, you ain't got no Kyle Jushik back there, that, a guy that can actually catch. And Quentin Willis actually put it in, he said, Dirk thought he still had Ovi back there. <laughs> Ovi ain't running Ovi Mahaley? Oh, man. Ovi is not running back. His job is to blow linebackers' asses off the spot. He did this, he did just that. <laughs> exactly. He ain't going out there running no routes. I was about to say it was so bad. I thought I thought we was gonna see <laughs> Matt Shaw out there running fly routes. That's how. That's, <laughs> that's how bad this shit. <laughs> the only the only creative thing I seen on Sunday was probably you know the gaze to 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 Ridley. That was the only thing I seen. I was like, oh man, wow, he pulling rabbits out the hat now. He want to try all these crazy plays <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? Now, now you want to start that. All of a sudden, now you want to start that. People been eating your ass alive and on social media. I, I'm sure you're hearing it. You got to hear it. They asking your questions, and this this is something that really kind of ir irritate me. This this is what really pisses me off. Like this this like this is what really pisses me off. And I say this is why I have absolutely I don't give a damn how this defense look with Raheem Morris at head coach. Look, he got to go. He has to go. Why I'm saying that? You have the Chargers, Anthony Lynn. This guy comes out. He's asked a question by the media. He says to the media, okay, they, they ask, why did you come out and run the ball with um, doing a halftime play where they were um, um, the play right before halftime and they ran the ball when they should have just, you know, Threw the ball and kicked the field goal, and they end up missing out uh, on three points there. Um, he came out and stated very clearly, very clearly, that that play is on us, the coaching staff, and we have to get better at that. Raheem Morris, you can go look at it for yourself. You can look at this for yourself. Raheem Morris was asked the exact same thing. Okay. What happened on this play? Raheem Morris did not blame the coaching staff. Raheem Morris proceeds to say, we tried to get the ball into our best player, playmaker's hands, and the player didn't make the play. What are we going to do? That's the difference between the Atlanta Falcons and everyone else. Head coaches and the coaching staff do not Take responsibility for fail, 
for anything that they do wrong. They blame Matt Ryan, and it's when it's easy to blame Matt Ryan. They take every, they 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 make it every opportunity to, to to not just blame Matt Ryan, to put all the blame on the players. The players didn't make plays, and the players didn't make plays. But this is what I always say, man: if the coach is not putting these guys in the right position to make the right play, being aggressive is not always smart. Being aggressive is actually can be incredibly stupid. You know, you saw with the Chargers. The Chargers tried to be aggressive; it cost them three points. Aggressive play calling, it's not always the right play. And this is what the Falcons do. They want to throw the ball, they want to throw the ball, and then put the ball in Matt Ryan's hand and hope they can score 30 points a game. And that's not the way you do it, especially when you have playmakers like Todd Gurley who can catch the ball out of the backfield. Edo Smith is actually a very – he's a very good player in the open field as a receiver. He's very good. We're not using him. We're not using Edo Smith. To, well, he, that, this dude in the open field, he can make people miss. We don't use him. What's the point of having Quadri Olsen on the squad if you don't use him on the goal line situation? What's the point of having Hayden Hurst on the roster if you're not using him? These are the reasons why. These are the reasons why you just, like, this is why I say all the time. Matt Ryan is not at fault when it comes down to this offense, their fits. Okay. This guy can only do what he's told by his offensive coordinator. Plain and simple. It really is, it really is just that simple. And I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. But it's it's the facts, man. I mean, that's why Tom Brady's not in uh, – in, that's why he's not in uh, New England right now. Because he doesn't – like the offense, Bill Belichick wants to do one thing his way, and Tom Brady wants to do another. You can only do what your superiors tell you to do, and it's really that simple, man. And until the Falcons get someone in, a head coach that understands that he has to maximize – Everyone's talent, and not just Matt Ryan, everyone's talent. We're going to continue to suffer and struggle. All right. We're going to get into a couple of these comments here. Like I said, John Crowder saying um, accountability. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely shown on the field um, yep. or situation-wise. There's no accountability coming from the top all the way to the bottom. Um. Okay, like twisted torch, like he said with you. He said bad culture would never say that he. <laughs> he like he said he'll never take accountability for for his fuck up. So yeah, that that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got and Michael Walker actually made a comment here that I kind of agree. We can't let keep letting Matt Ryan sling the rock and take a hit, especially. Especially for an older quarterback, usually when quarterbacks get up there in age, that's where you usually supposed to implement that running game. Exactly, take pressure off the quarterback because exactly. you know you don't want him 
Uh, that, that's that's the same thing that happened in the first game with New Orleans. Like he just kept throwing and throwing and throwing it, and then we just we we just came too predictable at that point because we knew we wasn't like down completely. We wasn't like down out of it throughout that whole game. It was just the fact that you had to mix it up. Like running the game, running the ball takes the pressure off the quarterback when it comes to you know pass rushes constantly coming at you every play. But if we're passing, 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 yeah, hell yeah, they're gonna try to send anything possible to Matt Ryan because they know what we're about to do. And then if you're not making an if you're not making an adjustment by like the second half or what or whatever quarter, then he's gonna get nicked up. Like there was no adjustment in, in that game. Oh yeah. Let me ask you guys. Oh hold hold on before you ask that before you ask that um I actually have a voicemail here. Um uh oh uh, Dirk, <laughs> I, I think Dirk Cutter was trying to explain why the hell that he um why the hell he fucking up lately. Um, I want to make sure y'all can hear this so we we know that we ain't tripping. Hold on, hold on, let me let me play. That's a goddamn it. <laughs> 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 that explains everything right there, bro. Hey, that explains everything. That's exactly <laughs> what he's thinking, man. Don't nobody know what the hell Hey, John Crowder had a good question. Um, he asked, what about what, what do we do with defensive coordinator Ulbrick? Since we want everybody out. What, what do we do with Albert? Because technically, Albert was a linebacker coach, and then he just got moved to defensive coordinator. So, what 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 do we do with him going forward? Going to depend on the GM and the and the next head coach that comes up. That's going to be that's the only factor that I see. Because, like I said, even if Jeff Albert is doing well with his defense now, the next head coach that come in might not want him on that staff. So we can't really say, oh, we want Jeff Albert. It's just going to be the next regime. That's going to be their decision. That's about the best way I can uh, do it. Quite frankly, um, I don't want anybody from this regime because mm-hmm. it, it, it's a reminder of the last three years of absolutely nothing. This defense has given us absolutely nothing. Period, point blank. You can pretend. You can look at Dion. You can look at uh, uh, Foyer, Olakun, Walker. But these guys have given us absolutely nothing. He's a part of that problem. You can't pretend to like one person when the whole defensive staff has been complete shit. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This offense has been consistent. We know what we're going to get as far as this offense is concerned. No, we're going to get. We ain't going to run the ball, but you know that the receivers they're going to get. Julio, Matt Ryan, they're going to put up numbers. You know, you even know what you're going to get from the offensive lineman. They've been consistent for the most part. This is like the first year the Falcons' offense has not been really, you know, putting up numbers. A top ten, top five offense. It's like the first time they've never not been there. We know what we're getting for the offense. 
But this defense, the last three or four years, they've given us absolutely nothing. Even in the Super Bowl year, the defense was absolutely – they was one of the worst. They was in the, uh, the bottom half of the league, even in the Super Bowl year. So this defense has given us absolutely nothing. They have never improved. They've gotten nothing but worse. Why would I want Jeff Olbrick back? I like him. He did a good job with the linebackers. But we're talking about as defensive coordinator or possibly head coach. There's no way in hell I'm giving him a head coaching job or a defensive coordinator job. He's a part of that problem. Definitely. I agree. I could I, 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 I smoke a bag of that. That's about, about as real as you can put it. Yeah. In order, in order for us to move on to the next regime, like I said, unfortunately, like I said, he might have to be one of those that have to go. Mm-hmm. That's part of the business. Like Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. It's like Brian Cox. I love Brian Cox, but he just didn't like you know what I'm saying. You can't keep people around just because you like them. It's yep. about winning. <laughs> I like yeah. him, but this is about winning. He's a part of losers. I don't want losers a part of my program. Just be real, dog. Right, right, right. Yeah, but but definitely, um, <laughs> Andrew G put it best. Yeah, I think this might. I think this might be the comment of the night when it comes to Dirk Cutter. Andrew G put it best. Dirk Cutter's strategy: <laughs> step one, call the play; two, hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> and what it looks like, yeah. Like I said, we not like and like I said, and letting everybody know. Like I said, Sunday's game. Like I said, Matt Ryan is not gonna get away with not getting blamed for that game. But like at the same time, like I said, if you pay attention to a lot of these calls that happen, like I said, the Falcons are 29th in the league and scoring touchdowns in the red zone. That ain't just a quarterback. That's everybody. That's a culture. Like I said, that's what we call telly tubby soft. That 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 that's exactly what that is. You like I said, you can that that is no excuse right there. That's their cutter for you. Hold on. What, what, oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The green one, that's Raheem Morris. Um, we got Dirk Cutter, he's the purple one. Um, red one is the water boy, and I guess the yellow one is gonna be whoever the hell else is there. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, I got a, I got a picture I want to share. Yeah, I think you already know what I'm about to put. Uh-oh. Uh oh, this, this is the dirt cutter in the booth. Uh, hoping, hoping these plays work. This, this is him right here. The man in the booth. <laughs> Hoping these plays work. He hoping uh the <laughs> Arthur Blank don't come up there and knock on his knock on his door. Bruh, I kid you not. They actually showed Dirk Cutter a lot at that in that last game. And he looked exactly like that. <laughs> he was terrified. <laughs> he looked like he, and he heard the mobsters was coming up. <laughs> He's oh like, no, God. not me, no. But Definitely, I kind of want to hit. Can I also I want to hit on this um comment. I, I know Twisted Torch kind of made this comment earlier. Um, I want to get your thoughts on it. It probably might be too late to highlight it, 
but he was basically talking about um how do we feel about Dante Fowler? Um honestly, um I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's it's all about how a defensive coordinator is going to utilize him. I think right now for the fit, he doesn't fit in right now, but we got to put him somewhere to make him be more success, successful, make him more confident. Cause right now, I mean, look at him before he even got that injury. Oh, he was blasting off the line. I mean, you know, in, in the run game, I mean, just like Mad Mike's been saying, like, it's not all about him pressuring the quarterback or something like that. It's all about him making those key plays. Like he's been doing in the run game. So I think with Dante Fowler, I know a lot of people may say, oh, man, he's robbing us. He's one of those DNs that's been robbing us, made those big money signings on those guys, and he, they've been robbing us. I just think that I, I'll give him one more year, and hopefully uh, a coordinator knows how to utilize him a lot better. Um, Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's a lot, especially like with those defensive linemen. Like they, at the end of the day, um, the whole line has to work as a unit. Like I said, I know we we could say, well, when he was in um, with the Rams, you know, he had Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, Robert Quinn, and stuff like that. Michael Brockers, yep. Mike Brockers, but at the, but they all worked as a unit well, and not only did it help, you have to think about it. Um, the one person that really benefited off of that, and as crazy as it sounds, was Aaron Donald. He benefited off that the most. He had twenty sacks that year. Well, ain't nobody, ain't nobody heard of no nose tackle with twenty sacks. Yeah, I think he's, he's leading in sacks him. this year. He can get about sixteen by himself. Yep. <laughs> but like I said, he has. Like I said, you have to think he's been hurt all year. He trying to find his niche in the defense. Um, and like I said, with the bookends, you have to have you have to have a bookend on the other side that can also generate a little bit of pressure consistently as well. Because we we have to look at it more so as like two ends trying to clash into each other to the quarterback, and if one is not getting there, and, and like I said, it's too much time for that quarterback, or the other end they go get there. You gonna have to have a serious ass pass rush move to be a do it. And you have to remember Dante Fowler is not a big guy. He, nope, not at all. He is not he he's really a three four end. I mean three that's four what guy. I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta find somebody that can utilize him. Because mm. we run a four three over here. So I mean that, that's, that's the same thing that's at fault with Big Beasley. I mean we was utilizing them wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said if it was a three if it was a 34 defense you might see a little bit more of a pass rush from him, but it's the simple fact that um that left side that because you gotta remember he's always lined up on the right side of Grady, so that side is already gonna get most of the attention. That's that's really what that 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 is called a spade of spade. That side's gonna get most of the attention. Now, if it was one of those things where they would rotate them on both sides every now and then, you might get a little bit more of a different look, but. Like I said, Grady Jerry also has to be protected as well. And all defensive tackles have to be protected by in one way or another. Especially if you got another D tackle that's not really getting no pressure. Yep. 
Because Marlon Davis said, like I said, he played decent, but we got to see more of him. We, he has to build his game up as well to also help Brady Jerry. Yeah. I mean, Brady can't do it by himself. All, let, let, me, let me ask you guys this because we, we look, we're looking for individual efforts from a defense that really doesn't have an identity. What are the Falcons known for? On the defense side of the ball, like what are we known for? Nobody knows. <laughs> Outside of Grady Jarrett, what is, what is this defense known for? Are we a blitzing team? Are we a cover three team? Are we a man team? Like what the hell are we? No clue. How can we have expectations? How can we have expectations for a single player if we don't know what the hell we are? We have no idea what we are. We don't know if we want to play cover two. We don't know if we want to blitz from game to game. We want to blitz and blitz Dion. We don't know if we want to just line Grady Jarrett at all four defensive line positions. We have no fucking clue from game to game what we're going to do. We don't even know what we're going to do with A.J. Terrell from game to game. Are we going to use him on the best receiver? Sometimes he's lined up in the slot. Sometimes he's on the on the left side the entire game. Sometimes he's right on the left on the right side the entire game. Gotta have our identity. So you can't have expectations for a guy that's not Grady Jarrett. You know we're gonna get from Grady Jarrett. We know we're gonna get from Dion. That's just it. But yeah, that's true. Dante Fowler is part of a defense. Gotta have an identity. You know what I'm saying? Like if you like just to look at the Ravens, for example, that 2000 Ravens, everybody know what about the fourth thing, try to run on them if you want to. That's the identity of that team. You go back to the 49ers, that 94 team with Deion Sanders, try to pass them on them if you want to. You know, that bitch gonna get taken to the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have no identity. That's the issue. This team have no identity on, on, on the defense side of the ball. So how is how are we supposed to have expectations for Dave Fowler? We don't even know what the hell we are. He don't even know what the hell he's going to be doing from game to game. Am I going to be a, 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 a defensive end or a, like a right or the left side? What the hell What the hell is he going to do? <laughs> Let's just be real. I, I kind of have an idea what the identity of this team is. It, 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 they 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 want they want. Uh, this ain't gonna be no picture involved on this one. This, this is gonna be straight up from what I see. They try, they try to be a bend but don't break defense, but they always break at the worst time. <laughs> at the worst time. Yeah, um, because I know Al, Alan Watkins. I know he had answered the question earlier, uh, talking about the Falcons winning out. We don't damn know. <laughs> We don't know. Nah. <laughs> we winning out over here. Nah. We we I, I don't I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's it, it's Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde with, with how this team plays. It's like and like JJ Rock pointed it out too. It like at the beginning of the season, defense played like shit. Offense was on point. Then I guess mm-hmm. once that, then once that um. Once that first Saints game came, defense played good, offense played like shit. Basically, when Raheem Morris took over, it's just like if it's not one thing, it's another. We fix one thing, and something then, else wrong. 
We fixed one thing and broke the other. It can't, it can't just be even, like, or you know. I mean, I can understand. I, I can understand this. I can understand our offense playing bad one game, and then our defense doing good. But when our offense and when we're seeing the same plays over and over again, and y'all constantly see us struggle on offense every game, and our defense is the ones that's trying to keep us in the game, you begin to question, like, okay, what happened compared to the first half of the season and then now? Like, why is it so one-sided now? Like, what happened? I don't know. But Devon Stanford, he he got a comment right. He said, speed is cool, but I want a physical team that can pursue and tackle. Right. Yeah, all the all the top defenses are physical. Like I said, you could be like I said, you could be fast, but if your if your average big guys are like 30 pounds lighter than the average player at their position, around. you can't be physical like that. See the way this defense, this deep, this defense is pretty much built to play with a lead, right? About as far as how small the players are, especially like with the linebackers and the corners and stuff like that. Like I said, they playing well now. They playing great right now. I mean, this this dog, this defense is the only reason <laughs> why motherfuckers still got a got a hope in this team this year. Even keeping getting blown out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be real about that. The only reason why we even have hope because of uh, AJ Terrell. If it wasn't for AJ Terrell, this this defense wouldn't be crap. AJ Terrell and Dion um, and Gray Jarrett, the dudes balling out. Everybody like, look, I'm just gonna be real, man. And I'm looking at his his film. But AJ Terrell like a real fucking deal. This dude is physical. He's intelligent. He competes. When they talking about the best, like I was really, like, you going up against a guy like Michael Thomas, as far as his physical stature, his physical nature, you have to have that ability of, of, of a corner first to physically go against a guy like that, like. Playing a guy like Michael Thomas, game in, play out, that's a feat, bro. That's a feat. Just, just try to go, try to guard Julio for one quarter, and you will see what I mean by that. Try to guard him. Try to guard Shaq, all right? Try to guard a guy that's seven feet, okay? Seven feet tall, and you're only six. You see what I mean by that. This guy is physically able to go against any type of corner. And not only that, he has the speed, he has the ball skills, and he has the mental. And he's only a rookie. That defense turned around because of A.J. Terrell. Foyer was already balling. The Falcons weren't winning. But as soon as A.J. Terrell stepped up, that's when you saw the difference in his team. All a to real other person. I know people might think I'm crazy when I say this, but when Isaiah Oliver went inside and he played that corner position, he played that nickel. Those two were the reason why this defense turned around. AJ Terrell and Isaiah Oliver, and I got to give Raheem respect for that. 
for making that adjustment. But those two were the reason why this Falcon D turned around. Right. I was going to get into that about that Raheem part because some people don't know this, but at one point, uh, Raheem Morris was our DB's coach. So I, I think Raheem had a lot of influence into that, of making that adjustment. So that, that's all I really wanted to say. I'm not trying to really give Raheem a whole lot of credit, but like I said, he, he Raheem Moore has been around for a while. A lot of people don't know that. He's been a wide receiver coach. He's been our DB coach. So he's hands-on on these guys, wide receivers and DB. So I think that's the reason why, uh, you know, we've seen some change with, with the corner positions. And I kind of want to get back to what Nick Turner 31 said here. Basically said Ricardo has regressed. Uh, the, yeah, that's about obvious right there. Uh, Foyer and Debo know who they are. K, KZ is hurt. Neil found his niche. Everyone hurt on defense, and we need someone opposite of AJ. We don't have an answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that freeze, like I said, and I think that's also kind of what hurts this defense as well is, like I said, is because we, Ricardo Allen has regressed. Because what if you have the confidence? If I think if that free, if you have the confidence in your free safety, knowing that he has the range to kind of cover everybody's back, it'll definitely help the psyche of this defense a lot. But it's the simple fact that. But like I said, you also have to realize, like I said, even in that Chargers game, they didn't try. They, like I said, they basically beat us with dink and dunk and running the ball. So it wasn't really so much of deep passes that beat us. Like I said, it was it was basically a bend don't break defense that they took advantage of. So that's why AJ Terrell damn near had thir- he had thirteen tackles. He could have had twenty at the way they mm-hmm. were going. But definitely that competitive that competitive fire that he had. Is definitely rubbing off as far as on the defense itself. Mm-hmm. You just need to rub it off on the front four because the front four can't get pressure by themselves where the damn right now. Yeah. I remember a lot of people, Ooh, you know, when we drafted him, a lot of people were carving him up just just off one game, the LSU game. They, they ain't really had nothing else bad to say about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he guarded Jamar mm-hmm. Chase. Come on now. Like, really? I mean, Burrow is there. Like, come on now. Really? So I'm like, yeah, I think this kid had enough talent. Yeah, Jamar Chase was burning everybody that year. So exactly. So it's like, come on now, really? Y'all can't just single him out because of that bad game. He had that one bad game. What 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 other film have y'all seen? Terrell be beating ass like damn Jordan. Lord have mercy. They God Almighty. They made Jordan like some rookies out there. Yeah. Um. Oh Lord, yeah. This bag in the chat, so you know everybody shooting their shot. Like, yeah, I know. Y'all keep going ahead. <laughs> hey, I want to get on something real quick. Uh, this is this is the rumors I've been seeing for like the past two days. Oh, uh, somebody posted a comment. Uh, I'm gonna I'm post it once I get on him. I'm, I'm gonna put on my little special jacket for this one real quick. Oh, he, he putting on the money jacket. Oh man. Oh, it's money jacket time. Uh-oh. You like that? All right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, so, I'm okay, okay, I'm with you on that. The hoodie, okay, all right, all right. So, what I've been seeing as far as head coaching, I've been seeing a lot of rumors. Uh, I'm gonna name two people, one of them, I'm really, I really could like, I really would consider him, I can picture him actually coaching for us. Uh, I'm gonna just get this one out the way, but this isn't the one I'm talking about. Um, Urban Myers. That, that name might sound familiar with you guys. Um, I know he's like a retired college football and uh, NFL coach. Apparently he played with Atlanta uh, or he coached for Atlanta for only a short amount of time. But I heard he's he's going to possibly be a candidate to come back to coaching. Um, I don't really have much to say about him, but that, that's a name that's really going around right now. But this one. Uh, let me see who posted that. I think it's Mr. Bear Facts. He said Marvin Lewis for head coach. Here's why I could agree with him seeing Marvin Lewis being a head coach or a candidate for us. This guy was well respected around the league as a coach, and what he did his time for Cincinnati for the first 12 seasons, he only had like two losses, honestly. I think the biggest thing about Marvin Lewis, honestly, he hasn't won a post game or a playoff game. He hasn't won a playoff game at all. I mean, he, he had Andy Dalton. He had Carson Palmer. Um, and, and if you guys didn't know, uh, he did have Darquiz Denard on his team back in with Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And he's a defensive-minded coach. So I don't, I don't really see any flaw with Marvin Lewis, but the, the not winning any playoff games as he's been. But he's been Cincinnati's coach for a long time. So that's the only fear I would actually see with Marvin Lewis. But like I said, he's never had a Matt Ryan. He had an Andy Dalton. He had a Carson Palmer. And then with the weapons that – Andy Dalton had, he had AJ Green, you know, we had a Julio Jones, you know how they was comparing AJ to Julio at the time when they got drafted, right? It's just, they couldn't win a playoff game. They couldn't get over that playoff game. We we've already passed that already. It's just, you know, it was a time where we couldn't win a playoff game. Y'all remember that when Mike Smith couldn't win one. And then we end up winning one. Right. And then it's like, Oh, okay. NFC championship game. We, we couldn't get out of that one with Mike Smith. Oh, look, we did that with Dan Quinn. Now we went to the Super Bowl. Okay, now, yeah. Now we was only a, a few minutes away of winning the Super Bowl. But the only reason why I, I think Marvin Lewis is a good candidate because of those reasons. The only thing that's stopping him is oh, no playoff. No playoff wins at all. But he's a defensive-minded coach. If we want to go that route, I, I think he's I think he's a good candidate. Uh, what y'all think on that though? I'm gonna say, go ahead, Mike. Um, I actually like that idea, and the reason why I like it, um, but it will have it, it definitely has I'll say this the Falcon desperately need a culture change in there. Um, this let's just be honest, man. I mean, when people play the Falcons, man, all they see a bunch of bitches, man. I'm just going to be real. 
they just see a bunch of bitches solve all they want to do is look pretty and make you know get yards like you know the Falcons don't come you when you when you play the Falcons you know for a fact that these guys don't want that smoke you can tell when somebody want to play and the Falcons when they play tough teams they fold I'm talking about tough teams teams that is known to run the ball down your throat play tough defense hit you hard come after you blitz when they play those styles of defenses they fold up and we i've said it this is why i continue to say and a lot of people are only they only dislike this guy because he runs his mouth he backs it up he backs up everything that he says he's gonna do he does it he takes away and he has top defenses rex right one thing about Marvin Lewis, you know the fact gonna have a tough defense and he's gonna ball. You know his defense is gonna ball. And he's gonna have some crazy cycles on his defense. Cause ain't nobody yep. crazier than that Monte perfect. <laughs> that is yeah. a nut. <laughs> so that's what we need on our damn team, you feel me? No, I, I look. I don't love Rex Ryan. Okay, I don't love Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan is the epitome of what coaches are supposed to be. Period. He, he, he look. Anybody, you look at his team. You look at his defenses. How can anybody say that Rex Ryan like you don't want a Rex Ryan coach? That's what your defense is supposed to be: tough and talk a lot of shit. That's what you're supposed to do. Am I wrong? No. That's what you want. You want hard hitters, and you want guys that's going to back up what they say. That's what Red Line does. Period. You don't have to like them. You don't have to like a defense. That's what a defense is supposed to be, tough guys, and knock your ass out. So if Marvin Lewis can bring that same energy to Atlanta, I'm all for it. Why? Because the Falcons team is absolutely soft. Got to change that 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 mentality for the 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 culture here in Atlanta. The fans, we know we soft. <laughs> they know we. Soft. Everybody know we soft. So I'm, I'm back off. you up on that one. We, we, we desperate. We are desperate too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we we've been we we've been desperate for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the culture change. This 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 team is soft. Period. Baby shot. But yeah, I wouldn't I would I wouldn't mind Marvin. Like I said, he 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 was in a tough division. You know, he had Baltimore Steelers and all that. I mean, what can you say? I mean, he just couldn't get over that hump that with Andy Dalton, and then you'll see how Andy Dalton turned out. Well, Andy Dalton ain't no Matt Ryan, right? Never will. Okay, Anthony <laughs> Wright said he got a question for me. Gerard, this question is for you with next year's salary cap reduction and all their 
all there will be changes and players gone. Should we keep and resign Alex Mack and quarterback Darquiz Denard? Okay, my opinion on that is Alex Smith – oh, I'm not Alex Smith. Alex Mack, I'm sorry, is at the end of his career, I feel like. No, we shouldn't resign him. We should let him walk. I was actually, when it was around trading, you know, rumor times, I was actually considering us trading Alex Mack uh, just because there's other teams that needed him. Like Dallas needed a center. So, because they haven't been the same since Travis uh, Frederick left. So I was like, why not? Why not send him over there? But I would definitely bring back Darquez Denard if 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 Marvin Lewis is in the picture somewhere. Because like I said, Marvin Lewis has coached Darquez Denard and all those crazy big old safeties. Like I said, it, it's going to be curious. I'm, I'm really curious if, if Marvin Lewis is is the real deal. I'm curious to see like what type of players we're going to be drafting. Because back in Cincinnati, like you said, they had a big old nut and sitting in the middle of that field. And, you know, they had Ray Maluga and all those guys, Georgie Loca, uh, Nelson, uh, you know, y'all seen Geno Atkins. You know, y- y- I know some Geno people Atkins. can compare Geno Atkins to, to Grady. So it's it can work. It can honestly work. Carlos Dunlap, like we can we can easily find somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody said Rex. Somebody said Rex Ryan and Marvin together. Ooh, Lord. What you think of that, Mike? Oh, I want, I want, I want a piece of that first. Ooh. I mean, I, <laughs> you, 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 you talk about bringing the two thousand Ravens team. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about that. <laughs> we, but like I said, definitely, like I said, Marvin, like right now, I would take anything right now. But one thing about Urban Meyer that I would say no to is he's one of those college coaches. He's one of those coaches. He's kind of like Nick Saban in a way where he I has to have control of the players. That's the only reason why Nick Saban ain't going back to the NFL. That's why he failed in the NFL because mm-hmm. he couldn't control yeah. players. Urban Meyer is the same way. You know, you got a bunch of millionaire football players. They're going to be looking at Urban Meyer like, who, who the hell are you talking to? I made my play. somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Urban Meyer one, I wouldn't see that working. Marvin Lewis is 50 fit. Like I said, the one thing with him is experience. And he has experience not only with uh Cincinnati, but that being in that Baltimore culture. He has experience in that. So you know you have to be tough as a coach to be in that Baltimore system. That it's unfortunate that he never won a playoff game in Cincinnati, but right now, man, we'll take Joaquin from Walmart right now. The way this, <laughs> go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I just want to throw that little bit in there. I mean, I don't think it'll work because Rex Ryan is a very um controlling type guy. Um yeah, I was like he wants to be uh, a certain way. So I don't think it'll work. But if it if it was to work, like let's just say a what if man, I think that'll be 
I think that'll be excellent, to be honest, because you have not only maybe if Marvin Lewis was like, you know, a special um, like defensive assistant or anything, something like I don't necessarily think he, he'd be. I just have a hard time thinking those two together, man, because Rex ain't taking the backseat to nobody. Yeah, he's hand, like I said, he's hands on. He wants he want that full control. Yeah, so like I wouldn't like that, but Rex, man, like I said, Rex, he and like I said, Rex is as everywhere he's been, he's turned around um a defense. He's set the like the standard as far as like you looking at that Buffalo team right there. The reason why they have the, the, the squad that they have on the defensive side of the ball is because of Rex Ryan. Period, point blank. He established that culture of defense after like they they were nothing for a long time. Buffalo was absolutely horrible. They always had a good defense, and that's because of Rex Ryan when he established there. So Rex Ryan gonna bring you a defense, man. He's gonna bring that. They're gonna establish that culture of, of of defense and toughness. So I know a lot of people don't like him because he run his mouth. You know what I'm saying? But look, man, I don't care. If you don't like me? I want to see. I want to see somebody's. Head get split. I want to see some hard hitting. I want somebody get knocked out. I want to see all of that. That's all I want on defense. Side. I don't give a damn if you don't like it. They say you actually want to see defense actually be tough. Right. That's it. That tough change. I'm I'm actually scared. Like if if we do end up going to Marvin. The Marvin Lewis route. I'm I'm curious to see like if he's the head coach. I'm curious who he would bring in uh, for like offensive coordinator because I I knew at one point, if I'm correct, uh, he had Hugh Hugh Jackson as his offensive coordinator at one point in Cincinnati, and they was like top top five offense. So I don't know if I'm sold on Hugh Jackson, but I'm I'm just kind of scared of who he would bring. Who I would like to bring, honestly, if we go, if we, if for, I might kill me on this one. Uh, but his offense has been pretty good because uh, he might be on his way out. Uh, the coach for Jacksonville is it Doug Maroon? Yeah, Doug Maroon. Yeah, Doug Maroon. The only reason why I would suggest him because as an offensive coordinator, I believe he played for New Orleans and then they talked they they offense was pretty good between like 2007 and 2009. That's the only reason why I would bring in Doug Maroon cuz you know, but despite, you know, he, his his head coaching is 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 not that good right now because I mean, look look at the team. I mean, he only had one good season, you know, when they had that big tough defense in, you know, in Jacksonville. He lost Jalen Ramsey, he lost Telvin Smith. I mean, you really don't have anybody that's over there now. Honestly, you built all that defensive front. Kalias Campbell's gone, so it's like they only had that one season where they they went to the playoffs and they who they beat Pittsburgh and uh, who else? Forgot, but they couldn't get past New England. But y'all know, y'all already yeah. know how that goes. Hey, I'm about to say, let me get this out right quick. But I'm actually looking at Twitter right now. Uh, I don't know if y'all know. Do y'all know anybody named Mike Renner or Austin Gale or anything like that? Austin sounds familiar. Austin who? <laughs> exactly. So so basically somebody did a mock draft on Twitter. And you know what they mock draft was? They said the Falcons should take 
Who? Jamar Chase. No. <laughs> Not on the first round. Are you silly? <laughs> K Styles, that's a joke, right? Oh, that was I'm trying to make sure I know these names is legit or not, because this shit look funny as hell. I'm literally looking at it right now. I mean, I understand a receiver, but not a first round. Like, people got to understand this. Like, this is a first round pick we're talking about. We're top 10. We're not a first round pick on a wide receiver. We have other needs. Maybe well, later in the draft, later, but no, not on the first round. That, that's the hold on, hold on. Let me, I'm about to say, let me go ahead and put. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I mean, they did want to draft CD now, man. Like, no. People were really lobbying for CD Lamb, so I'm not even surprised by these people. Like, I'm not surprised at all. Not at all. Hey, I Come said, on, like, that, that's terrible. I was about to say, you couldn't do worse than that, that Raiders draft in 2000, or was it 2001 when they drafted Sebastian Janikowski in the first round? <laughs> <laughs> man, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just can't do it all. I can't do it. All. Oh, Twisted Choice said the Falcoholic put that up there early. The who? He said the Falcoholic put that up there early. The hold on, hold on, one, one, one more time. The the who? <laughs> he said Falcoholic. <laughs> he owned that alcohol. That does. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, another re- <laughs> No. Let, let me just get to this Anthony Wright question, man. Go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Well, this question you- for you. Man. All right, Mike. This is your question. The disrespect of future Hall of Fame Julio and Matt Ryan have received lately in 2021. Do you believe they will light up the league? Uh... I don't really care, to be honest. I don't really care if they light up the league. I mean, Julio Jones and Matt Ryan deserve respect, not because of, you know, the numbers that they put up. It's like these do deserve the respect at least to retire an Atlanta Falcon. Because like I stated before, Fans have shitted on them since the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? A lot of it was a lot of talk with Julio Jones. Like it, we paid too much to get, uh, we traded too much away to get uh, Julio Jones. They said it would never work out. Matt Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Consistently every year since he's been uh, in the league, nobody wanted him. Why? Because of uh, Michael Vick. So it's like. I don't even care at this moment, man. Um, I just want the Atlanta Falcons to say and send an ultimate fuck you to them by keeping Matt Ryan, 
and hiring a guy like Rex Ryan. Just send an ultimate fuck you to it. Like this, that right there would be my dream offseason. Hire Rex Ryan and keep Matt Ryan at quarterback. That right there was in the ultimate fuck you because we got a lot of people on the in it, on their social media that run a lot of it. They run their mouth. You give them a platform to come on and speak their piece, and they don't even take it. But they quick to say, well, send a tweet, send a tweet on the Twitter to say Matt Ryan sucks without absolutely no evidence whatsoever. So the ultimate fuck you to those people, to those fans, Bring Matt Ryan, uh, bring Rex Ryan in. <laughs> bring your Rex Ryan in and keep Matt Ryan. That right there would be my ultimate offseason. I don't care if they ever play up to you know Pro Bowl status. I don't care anymore. I just want to send an ultimate fuck you to those people who have not appreciated what Matt Ryan and Julio Jones have done to this for this organization all these years. Took us to a Super Bowl. And that man still get disrespected. That man, Julio Jones, all right, wanted to one, one. All he wanted was to get paid. And these Falcon fans, the same one that said they love Julio Jones, were the main ones on Twitter, on Facebook, on social media saying Julio Jones is selfish. But that's 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 just me. You know what I'm saying? That's just me. That's just just the way I see things. I just want to see a fuck, a, 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 just a stone cold. All right. Give me the stone cold picture. I know you got one, a, a picture of stone cold right now. I, that's what I want to give to the fans this offseason. Just do this. That's, that's it. That's what I want. He <laughs> said, that's what you want. <laughs> that's all. That, that's it. Just give me the stone cold. Just give him a stone cold for me. That's it. <laughs> I have it coming up here in a second, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't think you was gonna. I ain't think you was gonna bring up the Stoker. You say you rather oh, have. Oh, oh. <laughs> you don't want a Gilberg out there. Oh no, you don't want him. <laughs> a Gilberg. Dan Quinn was hey, already. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm about to say, y'all keep going. I'm, 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 I'm going to go ahead and find it. I'm going to put it up for you. <laughs> Hold on. I got you right. I think I got you right here. Hold on. It's coming. Oh, oh, Lord. Here we go. <laughs> y'all got, got me over here. Picture hunting and hey, everything. Man. Hey, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Falcons fans. They are the biggest hypocrites there is, man. There's so many hypocrites out here. They they don't respect religion, man. Like we just wanted this man gave up. They gave up their body. They gave up their career. Like they they could have went elsewhere for less money to win championships, but no, they here with this ungrateful ass fan base. Want to get rid of them? They never had a quarterback. They never had a good quarterback in in our in our history. Right. And you don't even appreciate that. Hey, Mike. You never see a receiver like Julio. And they hey, don't Mike, respect that. Hey, Mike, here, here you go. <laughs> hey, is this the picture you were talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you're talking about? That's, it. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the one. That's to all of you fake Falcons fans right there. Y'all don't appreciate what greatness is, man. They don't appreciate greatness. 
That man had given nothing but his all for this organization. And every time we don't, you know, we have a bad game. They have one bad game. They're ready to trade Julio. They want to get rid of Julio. They want to get rid of Matt Ryan. That's here's to you. All right. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, but but you you also have to remember, Mike. Remember last night's show when I threw that question out there. That was a chance yeah. for them to come out there and say something about it. And they net nobody said anything. Nobody wanted to chime in. Nobody wanted to give us a reason why you feel the way that you feel. Nobody. Yeah, you're quick to act on Twitter on social media. You're quick to act them on, on social media. Just saying. Yeah. Hey, J-Rock, because I don't know if you watch if you watched the, the kicking it with K Style show last night, but I basically had asked oh, yeah, like you said, just to recap, I basically asked them, was Matt Ryan the worst quarterback in franchise history? Yeah, I've read that. A lot of people, yeah, and you got you guys had people on last night. Like I said, that was that was the bait question. Like I said, I was trying to bait all the um let's trade Matt Ryan guys on there to kind of comment on it, and I ain't getting none. Right, you were trying to get those people on the on the, on the live. Mm-hmm. And nobody showed up. It was only just the people that was repping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was watching uh, that. <laughs> uh, I was I was in that chat. Yeah, boy. Oh yeah, that's right. You was in chat. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, man. This beer is good as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it, hey, it's all good, man. Like it, it's, it's COVID. I know some people are running their days together. It's all good, bro. Exactly. Hey, 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 yeah, your ass was in that motherfucker. You said something. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I, I did a fat no, no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> right. Hey man, I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all got please continue. Continue. Keep man, that look, heat. Keep yeah, yeah, these Falcons fans need to just thug it out. This is who we got for right now. Yeah, thank you. Because the next person that comes in this building, starting, they're gonna expect a whole lot from them. They're gonna expect they're gonna rookie season. They they're gonna they're gonna expect the next quarterback to come in to win fourteen Super Bowls in thirteen years. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yes, the math is wrong on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, y'all want to get in these? <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Y'all want to get in these? Uh, this two point, man. Kind of give you guys, um, last thoughts, man. Huh. Who, who want to start this thing out, man? Uh, we got, we, hey, we got, let, we got to let the man with the shiny jacket start on this one. Oh, y'all let me go. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. Uh. Let's see. Uh, hey, we appreciate all you guys in the chat for tuning in tonight. As always, if you guys are not in the Discord, hop in the Discord. If you guys are a fan of us, a fan of the channel, or just a fan of football, just join our Discord. I will drop it in the link uh, after my little two-point. Um, as far as the Falcons go, uh, let's see what we can do uh, with these last three games. Um the Atlanta Wow, as, <laughs> like I said, as Mike would say, let's let's see 
Well, well, we might be surprised. But I think we're gonna be surprised with something on Sunday. I'm not mm. expecting. Uh, last week, I was expecting a, a a shootout with Justin Herbert and him. I think this one's gonna be one of those tight games, as it was on Sunday. It's gonna come down to a field goal. I think it's gonna come down to that. But I'm not expecting much. I do want to beat Brady twice. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna let uh. Oh, are we doing the basketball thing? Yeah, yeah, you got, you got, you got to pass to whoever you got to pass to. All right, look, here we go. So we're going, we're going to do this. K Styles, <laughs> got to take it down to the post. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's it. We appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Um, like I said, we doing this every Thursday, but well, not Thursday, but Tuesday at eight p.m. See, I'm getting my damn days mixed up. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So every Tuesday. <laughs> Like I said, you got the heavy hitters. Wednesday, we got ATL in Sports Zone at 8 p.m. by Lush Exchange. Yeah. Um, oh, and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, 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 you hear her voice, yeah. Lush Exchange at 9 p.m. If you got kids up at that time, they don't need to be watching that. Go to bed. Go to bed. What, what, what's the age? What's the age you said, Maggie? 18, 18 and over. Exactly. Adult content, 9 p.m. Yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so that that so you're gonna have that. And then like I said, Fridays, we got fan appreciation on Fridays. It'll be some film study, whatever the hell we want to do. We're gonna give you something on Fridays. And also make sure you turn into red clay sports on Saturday mornings. 11 p.m., right? Right, Maggie? Yes. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Right. Like I said, that's gonna be your boy Magnus, your boy Twisted Toy TV, and your boy Rick. So the Brooklyn Bird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, definitely make sure y'all stay tuned with Atlanta Falcon Nation because we got stuff coming up daily. Like I said, make sure y'all hit the notification button because this stuff is going around like hotcakes. Right, and. Before I get to mine, that that was a little shameless plug. But before I get to mine, I'm gonna get to this comment right quick. Um, KG said, "Y'all really think that Matt Ryan is the best option out there?" Uh only thing I say is that is, who else? Hmm. I mean, if you can name him, put him in the chat. Yeah. I mean, who? Uh, I would say who else is out there that you will have the patience to stand. He <laughs> don't. <laughs> He he don't even know. He don't even know. <laughs> that's why that's why that bland ass question is like like who else? Who else? You, you, y'all think he the best? Like who else? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Who yeah. else? That's not so, a quarterback, that's a free agent. If, if you really think that he wasn't the best option, you think he'd still be here? Yeah. But but that's like me. I said, but like I said, definitely like that that would be my question for the fans that that would ask questions like that is, I can I I can call Arthur Blank tomorrow and tell him to trade Matt Ryan in the offseason. So the next quarterback we come in, y'all better have the same energy and patience and expectation y'all have for Matt Ryan because if we don't get done, and this next quarterback come in and don't get it done. 
y'all gonna be the first ones to get rid of this dude after year one. Four or five years later, we're gonna be still doing the same <laughs> shit over here. We yeah. gonna we want to see the same people when Matt Ryan gone. I don't want him to man. I miss Matt Ryan. Yeah. Okay, yeah, what yeah, what yeah, once he's gone, once, <laughs> yeah, what once he's gone, like I said, y'all can't use that, y'all can't use that term. And we writing down all the names of people saying so if I hear Matt Ryan Sean Gong, all of them. Well, you gotta remember with Sean Gomes, a lot of the people in the chat say they traded him for Mark 504. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I've seen that a couple Ooh. times. Like that. I don't wish that on nobody. But, <laughs> but definitely, um, I'm about to say, uh, there was something that kind of been on my mind. I think about it all day. This is this is serious. This ain't gonna be a joke here. This is gonna be this is a serious topic. I want y'all to kind of look this up here. And I'm gonna look more into it, but this world is going into shit right now. These motherfuckers is literally putting water on the stock market. Water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. These motherfuckers should be trading water stocks. <laughs> They trying to take Ouch. our water away from us, man. <laughs> How do you take water away, man? God. We can't even, we got to buy water, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious, man. Bro, I thought it was a joke myself until I actually looked into it. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like I said, it's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Like I said, we all just have to have to keep our we we have to keep our positive energies to ourselves and then pass them on to everybody because right now the citizens we all we got because the way that this world is going but it's going to turn into chaos real quick <laughs> you're right man these, these, these folks don't give a damn about us as citizens as it is so we gotta do what we gotta do. And like I said, pray up. Like I said, take care of our family because that's gonna be the number one thing. You have to take care of your families out here and definitely protect your energy. Because you got people out, you have people out here that are looking to zap energies from you because they're miserable. Um I got a mouth for it right there. You said what? You said a mouthful. Yeah, you have, to, you have to protect your energies out here, man. But like I said, like I said, cause that, that cause that's why that way I say you got a lot of like that. This is also go for like the kids and stuff that have to deal with like internet trolls and stuff, like people that like to make folks miserable because they're miserable. They don't like to see people happy. All right, they try, they try to right. put you down on their level. Yeah, exactly. So, like I said, you protect your energies and you stay up on your level. Like I said, them negative energies will never, ever touch you. I promise you that. And keep your keep your circle small, too, because the bigger your circle, the more bullshit you about to get into. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be my two points. Preach. Hey, hey, bounce that thing back. I, I forgot a couple of oh, things. Wait, bounce yeah, that thing on. back real hold quick. On, hold on, hold on. I got kick it back out. 
kick it back out. J Rock <laughs> passed it from Maggie. I mean, cool, cool, cool. Um, hey, uh, I ain't Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw it real quick. Uh, make sure you guys tune in to uh, after the post show on Sunday. Tune in to the after show after with show. me and Miss Maggie T. Yes. We letting the fans come and uh, get a little, you know, thing off their chest after the game. So tune in for that. Uh, we don't have a specific time yet. We just uh, doing yeah, we just kind of go with the flow. Go with the flow. <laughs> um. Go ahead, Mike. I'm gonna do a little. Hey, man, I gotta uh, to kind of piggyback off what um your boy K Styles said. Um, it's a lot of people that you know, like you said, you have to protect your energy. Uh, first and foremost, man, it's like. Some people just don't want to be better. Like they don't want to be better. They're fine with who they are. You know what I'm saying? They don't see anything wrong with them. They don't want to improve. They don't want to, you know, be a better person and have, you know, more in life. So like in in those cases, you just gotta send a big fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Those people are here to destroy everything that you have, you know, worked for and everything that you stand for. You got some people that really just want to see you hurting because they hurt. You got to protect yourself from those type of people. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no ill will towards them. Don't want nothing to happen to them. Don't wish death or anything upon those types of people, but I, I can't fuck with you. It's really that simple. That's what you get down. That's the way you get down. But fuck it. Feel the way you want to feel about it. But your boy here, we're gonna continue to give you guys nothing but the, you know, nothing but honesty, truth entertainment and continue to do what we do that's it man y'all can y'all like like we invite you guys to come in and speak your mind if you hate matt ryan bring your ass on bring your asses on that's it come on this ain't about me this ain't a mad mike show this is y'all you know what i'm saying bring your asses on speak your piece if you hate matt ryan come in and tell us why you hate the dude Come on, let's get it. It's really that simple. But like K Style said, I'm gonna reiterate this. I'm gonna say this one more time. If you want to, if your sole purpose in life is to make other people upset, happy, sad, I can't fuck with you. Really that simple. If you want to hang around people like that, I can't fuck with you. That's all I got to say. What is up with my voice? Why are y'all mentioning my voice in this motivational that that way Real quick. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I guess I'll go. That's my cue because everybody's talking about voices. But I'm hiding today, y'all. But I want to add on. Not gonna hold y'all up a little 
too much longer. But um, I've been having a lot of people kind of, I don't know, just don't, like he said, don't want to see you happy, been in the chat, kind of being disrespectful. Um, we do this for you guys. You know, we do this for everyone. Um, and we open it up for the fans because basically the Atlanta Falcons franchise, the PR team, all of that just don't do enough for the fans. You know, they take out money when you buy jerseys and things like that. But, you know, they're not doing enough for the fans. Like we couldn't even get half our jerseys in the first place. The new ones, at least, you know, so I say this here is if you're not with us, you're going to get let let go. And that's what we had to do today. We kind of had to drop some people um, because of association. And that's just a conscious choice that we had to do. Sometimes you got to get rid of like, you know, Lus like my show, Lus Exchange, we talk about this realness, too. You know, it's it's all fun and kicking it and, you know, sex and all of that. But we also give you a message. But you got to let that dead weight, that toxic person go, people. We can't go into 2021, especially with COVID fucking everything up, people losing their life, committing suicide, mm -hmm. all of that. Let all that go. Yes. Stop holding on to people that you don't need in your life that you know it's not good for you that you know it's not, not good, good for you, for you. Let that stick yeah so that we just you know i know we don't get this serious every now and then but sometimes we need to be reminded people this year is about to be over with we got to love one another you know what i'm saying stop hating the next man because he's doing something join them join them let's build together one thing about us african Amer or americans we don't stick together for shit so that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we got to do better because these other uh, races and everything, they stick together. And I ain't trying to bring it like that, but I'm just keeping it real, y'all. Let's stop hating the next man. Right. Love your neighbor. And that's all I got to say on that one. Hey, also, I want to put this up here. Like, remember I was saying about the whole water thing? I got the article right here, so I'll let y'all see this so y'all know I ain't bullshitting. Ooh, Can y'all see that, Mike? You see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> Especially oh, Matt. Man. Mike. <laughs> oh no! Uh oh, Mike. Like How you doing? Enjoy my world, okay? <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Let me say it. Like I said, this is the article that I saw. It said, Water Futures set to join the likes of gold and oil and trade on Wall Street for the first time ever. Wow. These, these motherfuckers about to take advantage of this. <laughs> They're going to be charging for air. going bag of air. Yeah, here you go. They already, they, they, they working on it. We'll just say that. They working on it now. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> But we ain't gonna hold y'all up no much longer, you know. Get y'all y'all Tuesday back. Just make sure y'all right back here eight o'clock tomorrow for ATL in Sports Zone. Yep, yep, hey, yep. Big low, big low, big low. Big low. Big low. Yep. Only old. And then lust exchange right after. So if y'all, you know, grab your women and watch out for that show. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your kids. How, how does they how does they spell that? Hide your kids. <laughs> <laughs>
Hide your kids, hide your wife. That's All right, yeah. You made millions off of that right there, boy. <laughs> we have to do it. Oh, you yep. had surgery today. I hope you're okay. Yeah, I hope you're you know? okay. Speedy recovery. Yeah, Definitely. Exactly. <laughs> and one, I had and to one, do it, Joy. It's the way you put the comment. Hey, <laughs> Especially and one time for Jew Talks for us, uh, like I said earlier, yeah. you guys wasn't here. Uh, his <laughs> wife is uh, sick, so make sure y'all keep oh, yeah, uh, Jew his Talks family in y'all prayers. Please yeah. put his family in the prayers yeah. right now. Yep. You know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. he's, he had to kind of miss out this today, but hey, he'll be back. Hey. He'll be back. Hey. Let's just make yep. sure that family all right. Like I said, he he may not have been on this show today, but he was on the show today. Let's just oh, say. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my brother, that man. Oh, Lord. My, you know. What? what, what? Somebody said, hold on. I'm, put, I'm, I'm about to put him out there. <laughs> you told Maggie, your voice is making me want to call offline. <laughs> well, well, hold on, hold on. Well, won't y'all go ahead and subscribe to my channel? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you might have to do that one more time just for them. At Miss Maggie T. <laughs> One minute per minute. Y'all tripping. <laughs> why, you why you sound like one of the 90s phone sex operators? You know what? Oh my God. <laughs> Pick up the phone. Y'all remember that commercial? <laughs> oh, you For the first five minutes. You can come. Oh to my God. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Ooh, I'm done. Oh, I had to you know I had to get at least one joke in tonight. I ain't get many, but I got one in. I'm glad I wasn't drinking no water that moment. <laughs> well, I'd, 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 been, I'd have been sad if I made you mess up all your equipment over there. Yep, I would have had to cut the camera off. Damn it. <laughs> this show just went PG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a wonderful night, people. Yeah, you have a good night. Good night. Oh, now, now she sounds like that old woman that talked about sex. <laughs> you know what? That's what Lust Exchange is all about. Seriously, why you joking? Lust Exchange is basically in remembrance of her. Because uh, there's sex talk, sex talk, Sue. Um, that's why I wanted to do it again because that lady was um, a freak. And can tell you how to do what you know. This is um Atlanta Falcons Nation. I'm sorry, y'all. Go Yo, follow Lust Exchange. Let me go ahead and get off of here. This is crazy how we go from being serious to that serious talk, and then it just went left. Like girls, she started it. Hey, like I said, y'all gonna watch like you never know what you're gonna get, bro. Like, it, 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 you never know what you're gonna get. From yeah, this. go on so over to the exchange and kind of check us some of our episodes. Yeah, go episodes ahead and tune in tomorrow, y'all. Like I said, I had your kids. We got all of that. Uh, <laughs> friends hey. with benefits. We got episodes hey. like that. So go on hey. over to Lush's chain and check me out. Hey, hey, when you go to Lush's chain, make sure no. you get you one of these. No, <laughs> get you a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, y'all. Oh, shoot. <laughs> You're welcome, y'all. Look, 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 look. Yeah. Turner said that was so funny. YouTube had a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ruth. It was Dr. Ruth. I said, Sue, you know I'm talking about her. Lord have a yeah. Y'all telling y'all age for one thing. Bruh, <laughs> you know she exactly what I'm talking about. She was a thought. 
<laughs> she made she she made Megan a stallion look like a preacher girl. <laughs> she, she did. This don't turn into something else. On, on that note, we're gonna end it on a good note. Y'all go ahead and you know rub one off and go to bed. Good night. We out. <laughs> why didn't why didn't you just say that?